Hi again, and welcome back to the Live, Learn, and Play podcast, a podcast about the people, places, and programs of Arkansas Children's. Our mission at Arkansas Children's is to champion children by making them better today and healthier tomorrow. This is our second episode, and if you haven't had an opportunity to listen to our very first one, read story, give it a listen, or download. It is quite an emotional journey. On today's episode, we'll be sitting down with Ashley McNatt, Levi's mom, talking about the medical journey that Levi and his family went through after receiving startling news from her 20-week ultrasound. Please rate and review Live, Learn, and Play wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest news, information, and storytelling from Arkansas Children's. Now, Levi's story. All right, we are chatting with Ashley McNatt, Levi's mom, and Levi's story was originally on our social media pages. He is a patient of Arkansas Children's, and we're going to find out a little bit more about his story. So, Ashley, welcome. Thank, Thank you. you for being here today. For our listeners who haven't seen the story on social media yet, tell us a little bit about yourself and about Levi. So I am from here in Little Rock. I'm born and raised. Um, my husband's from North Little Rock, so we've been here our whole lives. Um, we uh, found out when we found out we were pregnant with Levi, uh, we were very excited and happy. Long about our 20-week ultrasound was when I found out he was possibly going to have a cleft. Um, a little while after that, we got confirmation that he did have a cleft lip, and we were referred to the um, cleft team here at, at Children's Hospital. We went to see them for the first time in June, and when we met with them, um, uh, I, w- I was a little nervous at first, just because we weren't quite sure what we were going, what to expect. Um, and they um, helped to ease that some. We they gave us all the information we could ever have imagined to learn about um, what the cleft was and uh, potential treatment plans for when he was born. Um, the ultrasound was able to confirm that he had a bilateral cleft, but we didn't know severity or if his palate um, or the gum line were impacted at all. Um, uh, we also had to go through some genetic testing. Um, they did that uh, to see if we had any family history um, of clefts. I was also thankful that um, I had done the um, the quad genetic test before my 20-week ultrasound because that um, came back normal. So we knew that it was only going to be a cleft and it wasn't going to be tied to any other um, abnormalities um, that he could have, have had going on related to that. So we were glad we had done that. You are a first-time mom. What were your expectations? Take us back to that 20-week ultrasound. What were your expectations or fears, or what were your feelings going into that ultrasound? Um, I think going into it, um, I mean, I'm kind of naturally like a little bit anxious when it comes to that sort of of any kind of a doctor's appointment. But um, I knew going into it that that was going to be where they did the the big anatomy scan where they checked everything to make sure everything was measuring correctly and as it should be for as far along as I was. But I wasn't really like too nervous about it. Like I didn't think something was going to be wrong for sure going into it. So when your doctor said that she saw a cleft, what were your first thoughts? My first thoughts were, the, was there something that I could have done differently? Um, 
when I, while I was pregnant or even leading up to the pregnancy, um, was it related to something that, you know, something that I could have done, um, which she quickly said it was not. <laughs> um, but I think that was probably the first thing that went through my th- head. And then it was, okay, what are we going to do and how, how would we fix this? I think that's definitely a normal response is what you you take the prenatals, you you follow all the steps. So I think that's a very normal response. So you said that when you met with the specialist here, you got a binder full of information. Take us through that process, meeting with the specialist, finding out about treatment and that experience. What was that like? At first, it was a little bit overwhelming, <laughs> but um, I'm kind of naturally a researcher, so I was also glad that I had all this information because as um, being a researcher, I wanted to Google everything, and I was, I was not doing that because I wanted to wait to hear what they had to say. So it was for me, it was a little overwhelming, but it was also a relief to see everything and to know up front what the possibilities were. Um, so what they gave us was um, potential treatment plan from when he was born to when he's 18 um, and possible surgeries, procedures that he, he might have to have done depending on how severe his cleft uh, ended up being once he was born. So tell us how you felt before the visit versus after the visit, how, you're, uh, how you were feeling and how your meeting with the specialist went, how that, how that helped you feel. Before the appointment, I was very nervous and anxious about what to expect. And then I think afterwards, um, I felt more at ease and more comfortable with what we were going to be dealing with and how we were going to deal with it. Um, so they gave us a lot of information, um, but for me it was helpful in, in knowing what we were going to be looking forward or, or looking towards once Levi was born. Um, so it, for me it was helpful to know the possibilities of what um, – they, they couldn't tell you for sure until he was born what, what the treatment plan was going to be because they, they just don't know how, didn't know how severe it would be. But it was, for me it was good to know, um, have a plan in place. And you mentioned something that I think a lot of new parents do when they hear something or find out something, they, they want to start Googling, they want to start researching. What advice do you have for other parents who find out at their 20-week appointment that their child might have a cleft? So don't do it. <laughs> and that was very hard for me because I, I work in research. And that was the advice I was given by other researchers was don't research. Um, because you may find... You, you may not find a reliable source or you may find something that is related but completely different than what you're going to be deal with and it might completely scare you. <laughs> um, so my best advice is don't do it. If you're going to do it, only look at the sources that the cleft team here tells you to go to. <laughs> Excellent. And I think I know that's very natural for, for new parents and parents in, in general. So I know the treatment plan changed, but what treatment plan did they recommend at first? At first, they talked to us about the possibility of the different surgeries he could have. Um, so there was talk about a, a lip adhesion and then the lip repair. And then later on, he could possibly have a nose repair and then a bone graft. And there were others, too, as he got older. Um, and then they also talked to us about the possibility of doing the NAM program, um, which is the nasal alveolar molding. So for our listeners, can you describe what the NAM 
procedure is like? Basically, the NAM device, um, it, it basically looks like a retainer to, to somebody who doesn't know what that is. Um, but for for Levi, he ended up having, um, I think, three different ones. But they all three looked like retainers <laughs> with extra things attached to them. <laughs> um, so... Um, we had rubber bands involved with it. We had um, uh, stereo strips that were used to kind of hold it and keep it in place. Um, but it very much resembled a retainer um, on the inside. And he had to wear that for how long? He So he got, he was fitted at, when we brought him in when he was a week old. And he um, we received the first one when he was two weeks old. So he started wearing it from two weeks until he had surgery at six months. So there is a commitment from the family that they have to be invested in this procedure. Was that ever a question for for you and your family, or did you have to talk about it? No, it wasn't because they the, the surgeon and the team said that this would be the best treatment option for him. And, and we knew if that was the best option for him, that's what we were going to do, even if it was really hard. <laughs> and um, it was hard, but um, it... You know, especially in the beginning when you're trying to figure it out and, you know, you're working with a a tiny baby and you're nervous about putting it in and out. And if you're doing it correctly, (laughs) those are some of the thoughts that I had in the beginning. But you quickly get used to it. um, And it definitely you need to have a support system, I, I think, in place to help with it, especially in the beginning. And what was surgery day like for you and your family? Um, it was also very nerve wracking. (laughs) Um, you know, I just kept saying, I just want it to be over. (laughs) Um, it was also a little bit of a relief because we wouldn't have to manage him deal, him wearing this appliance anymore. Um, because towards the last couple of months of him wearing it, he began to pull on it. He would pull it in and out all the time. And so we were having to put it in probably four or five times a day. Whereas in the beginning, it was just we had to change it once a day. <laughs> so it became, it was a struggle. We had to put him in the um, the no-nos or the, the arm restraints before he had surgery um, so that he would stop pulling on it. <laughs> but, you know, as far as surgery goes, um, very nerve-wracking. Um, just the fact that I, I had no, I wasn't nervous about what they were going to do. I was nervous about him being put to sleep and just the thought of that. It was is not very um, comfortable for a new mom, <laughs> um, but no, I wasn't. I didn't. I wasn't nervous about what they were going to be doing to him or how the procedure. You know, I knew they were going to do a great job. Um, I was assured that. <laughs> so Levi is about seven months old, mm-hmm. and how is he doing now? He's doing great. Um, he actually started daycare today, <laughs> so that um, you know. I I have mixed emotions about that, but really it's um, a little bit of a relief. Um, he, so he went to daycare this morning and he's doing great. He, um, I checked on him just a little bit ago and they were saying he was playing and, and okay. It hadn't been fussy or anything. <laughs> and, um, you know, actually since surgery, he has been sleeping through the night. So that was also a big deal. <laughs> Um, I don't, I think I, in my mind, he doesn't have anything in his mouth bothering him anymore, but, um, he, yeah, he's, he's doing great. He's happy and, um, you know, he's just doing great. That is so good to hear. And we've seen pictures and we'll update our social with, with newer pictures. What is next for his treatment and are there any additional surgeries planned at this time? 
Um, he doesn't have anything planned. Hopefully we won't have to have any more. Um, there's always a, there's a chance as he gets older he might have to have um, uh, something done to his jaw, but that wouldn't be I, I don't think till he's like a teenager. Um, but we're hopeful that he won't have to have anything else done. But we will um, see how we have a follow up with the surgeon in June, um, and then I, I'm not sure after that. I believe we continue seeing um, the cleft team um, once or twice a year after that until he's older. So tell us about your experience with our cleft team at Arkansas Children's. Yeah, so um, I think from the very beginning, we had a great experience with them. Um, Dr. Hartzell was our surgeon, um, and his um, head nurse, Lucia, um, they were very helpful, especially in the beginning. Um, as I, When I was talking about earlier, that initial appointment, um, Lucia was very helpful in and making sure our questions were getting answered, and, as well as Dr. Hartzell. And then once we had Levi and um, um, we brought in the orthodontist to talk to about the NAM, um, and then um, we so we talked. We had Dr. Zaki who helped us out um, with the appliance. Who we were here. We were at Children's Weekly up until he had surgery, <laughs> um, uh, looking at his appliance. And then um, and then also Dr. Simmons um, helped out with his appliance. And, I, I mean, all in all, we, we had a great care from everyone um, that was involved um, and, and really um, helping to figure out what to do with his appliance along the way um, and then um, and making sure that he got what he needed to so that the outcome for surgery went well and um, I think it all went well, and he's he's doing great, and it looks great. It looks amazing. Um, so we're very pleased with it. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Is there anything else about Levi or about your story that you would like to share with our listeners? Just that we are very grateful to have children's here, and um, I don't know what we would do if we wouldn't, you know, it was not here, and, you know, it would just we would have had to go somewhere else. I don't know. I'm just very thankful that we're here and that we have this place here that we can utilize. Ashley, thank you for sharing your story and sharing Levi's story with us this afternoon. We appreciate your time. Sure. Thank you very much. It's so great to know that Levi is doing better and feeling great. I think what really struck me talking with his mom was the sacrifices and the investment that his whole family had to make for his care and his treatment here at Arkansas Children's. Thanks for listening to the Live, Learn, and Play podcast. As always, please rate and review wherever you get your podcast, and be sure to follow Arkansas Children's social media for more stories. We will be back next month with a brand new episode. Until then... Thanks for listening and for being a champion for children.